Anthony and Todd Show. We are a weekly podcast that critiques and memes music. I'm your host, Trevor, and I am joined here by my under-attentive co-host, my best friend, my pal, my amigo, Vincent. And today... There's no AKA. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's why I skipped them. Uh, Today is episode 119 of the Anthony and Todd Show, an episode we would like to call Dance for Your Grammy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't I don't quite understand, but good title. Just that's <laughs> you that, gotta dance for it. Dance for your Grammy. Because <laughs> like also Grammy is like your grandma. Oh. <laughs> um, so much nuance that joke. There's a lot of layers, just like Luigi's <laughs> Mansion 3. I want to get into that. So I just talked about Luigi's Mansion 3. Jo- or Trevor thought I was talking about Fire Emblem. Because <laughs> he thought I was talking about like depth. No, I was just talking about layers, like levels. You're like, oh, there's so many there's so many layers to this game. And I was like, yeah, I know. Fire Emblem is really and you're like, no, I'm not talking about Fire Emblem. I'm talking about the amount of stories in the physical Luigi's mansion. <laughs> It's a mansion. I know. just don't have that many They're not called layers. Floors <laughs> <laughs> would have been a good name. Yeah, we're, we're taking up too much time. We gotta get right into this. It's the time for the 62nd annual Grammys predictions. We've been doing this for 62, 62 years. years. Crazy. <laughs> and never, never gets old. And you know what's on the line, Trevor. That Ye old Grammys championship that you're blocking and shot. No one can see. There it is. It's kind of down there. It's kind of focused too, kind of not. Oh, well. Uh, it's battle for the prestigious Grammys championship. And uh, we we went over the uh, our predictions for the nominees. And uh, we tallied our scores from that video. And if you want to watch that, I'll link it down below in the description if I remember. Hopefully I do. And um, we, we did a scoring system based on who got more correct predictions. And the... the the score currently is 64 to 67. You in the lead by three. Oh and uh, for this, we're not focusing on who, who's getting nominated. We're getting focusing on who's winning. Yes. As simple as that. Each person, Because they've already been nominated. <laughs> and it's much easier this time. <laughs> uh, kind of. Not really. The Grammys I are... I feel p- like I score better in the who's going to get nominated. Because <laughs> the field is just open. <laughs> Uh, so each person gets two picks. The first pick's worth three points. The second pick is worth one point. And uh, we're going to go over a uh, majority of the categories that are important to the average Grammys. We're just going to go over our favorite ones. The most important Which includes uh, rap, R&B, dance electronic, rock. And classical and, instrument uh, solo pop. performance. And Yeah. And best... Uh, <laughs> Best uh, album packaging. Yeah. <laughs> Best liner notes. <laughs> Best. <laughs> well, I like the liner notes. That was kind of interesting. Uh, so, yeah, without any further ado, time to get into rap, which I, I, I hate that they don't call already it. into rap. They, like, they don't call it hip hop. They call it rap still. You know, like it's 1989. <laughs> hip hop is something you live, rap is something you do. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a lot See, of I'm shit. See, con- I'm conflicted about this because I think hip hop is considered the culture, but rap is considered the music. Yeah, but I just call it hip hop all around because it's so. It's the so, genre. They're so interweaved. Yeah, rap and like also hip hop is like they're singing in hip hop. Rap to me seems raps all colloquial. <laughs> the term rap seems like. So wait, are they on the Revolutionary War? Or no. <laughs> No, the term rap seems um, 
degrading in yeah. a term of like what the what the art form actually is. I've never been like a big fan of it, but you know, yeah, you gotta do. When somebody says rap music, I immediately think of like okay, boomer. No, I'm thinking <laughs> of like six foot seven. Four. <laughs> that's 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 yeah. A comparison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That's because that's around our age where people were like, I listen to rap. The greatest rapper of all time is Lil no Wayne. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Okay. Let's so starting off with the best rap performance, which is both. Uh, it's not a songwriter's award. It's more it's based a performance on award. performance award. Who did it best? Uh, the nominees are J. Cole with Middle Child. The baby was Sug. Suge. Should. Should. Yeah. Uh, Dreamville with Down Bad featuring J.I.D., Boss, J. Cole, Earth King, and Young Nudie. Nipsey Hustle with Racks in the Middle featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy. And Offset with Clout featuring Cardi B. Uh, my first pick, I'm going to go with uh, Dreamville Down Bad because it's the best track on this list. I think it's one of the best posse cuts of the entire year. And uh, my second pick is The Baby. I, I like that track, too. It's not as good. It's not his best single. I think his most recent single, Bop, is probably his best single. But this is a good second pick. Okay, uh, my my initial pick is the Nipsey Hustle Rats in the Middle, because Nipsey's dead. And if there's one thing I know about the Grammys, they love to hand out posthumous awards. But they're probably only going to hand him out one, and he's nominated in two other categories, too. That's okay. I still think it's going to him. Yeah. Truthfully, I, I think it will. Um, and then second... I, I'm going to give it to Down Bad, the Dreamville track. Um, if I was the rest of Dreamville and J. Cole won for Middle Child, I would be really upset. J- okay, let's go over <laughs> some of these tracks, like the quality of it. J. Cole's Middle, Ch- Middle Child is like obviously a throwaway track from him that didn't make KOD. And didn't actually know it was on. It was a loose single. It was on the Dreamville record. It was on too. Dreamville, yeah. but it was not on. Yeah, it was a loose single that. to begin it with. It shouldn't have been on Dreamville. That album was long enough as it was. Um, but it was just throwaway trap track which is weird and had like no real nuance for him and then this nipsey hustle track he's he's uh had better tracks um this one feels like he's getting nominated just because he's dead i know and uh, that's why that's why i feel like he will win yeah like the dj Khaled one which we'll go in a second which he features on at least like when we reviewed that dj Khaled album and we were like yeah this is the best track on here Best track of the trash can, but, yes. but it still had like a little bit of tribute into it, which made it seem pretty genuine. Uh, this Offset track's terrible. Um, I don't know what you expect from Offset yeah. at this point. Uh, best rap sung performance. Uh, we have DJ Cowell with Higher featuring Nipsey Hussle and John Legend. Little Baby and Gunna with Drip Too Hard, which I, I, there's... The amount of singing that is in that is very, like, hypothetical. It's questionable. It's like, it's like, Little Baby kind of sings... Kinda. It's like, th- uh, not really. <laughs> uh, Little Nas X with Panini, Mustard with Ballin featuring Roddy Rich, and Young Thug with London featuring J. Cole and Travis Scott. Uh, for me, I think it's going to go to Little Nas X. That's my first pick. And then DJ Cowell with the second one. Yeah. Because uh, of Nipsey Hussle. I'm going to give this one to uh, Lil Nas X as well. I think Panini is a really fun track. My second pick is uh, Young Thug with the London. If I can make one change, one very minor change, I would make a ton of changes. First of all, for a lot of these hip- <laughs> hip-hop categories, I would include Tyler, the creator, which we'll get into later. But um, I would also, the Lil Nas X track, I would change that to the remix featuring DaBaby. That's, oh, that's yeah. the superior version. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, this is kind of a weak category as well. Again, the little baby gonna track, uh, the mustard. Oh uh, no, uh, the young thug track. This is like it's not. I want like if Young Thug won, I wouldn't be disappointing because I'm I'm glad Young Thug's getting like nominated. Yeah, but I would rather it be for something that I felt was a good <laughs> yeah good batch of of performances from him. Yeah, this mustard track is good actually. Yeah, we I showed it to him before. It is actually okay. It's pretty catchy. I like it. I didn't think I would be ever this impressed by Roddy <laughs> Rich, but I was. So that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that the highlights are the two I'm going with, which is Lil Nas X and DJ Khaled, which I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. Uh, best rap song I had. Uh, best rap song. This is a songwriter's award. This is a songwriter's award. We have YBN Corday with Bad Idea featuring Chance the Rapper. Rick Ross featuring or Rick Ross featuring Drake with Drake with Gold Roses. 21 Savage A Lot featuring J. Cole. Nipsey Hussle with Racks in the Middle featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy. And Da Baby with Sug. Sook. Shug. <laughs> you pronounced it right off camera, and now that we're on camera, he's getting nervous. It's performance anxiety. <laughs> um, for this, I'm going to have 21 Savage with a lot, because that's my favorite track on here. And then the second, I'm going to go with... Grammys like Chance a lot. I'm surprised he's not nominated for Album of the Year, uh, even though that album I do not like. Um, but I feel like it's going to go to Corday, if not 21 Savage. Uh, I'm going to give it to 21 Savage. Because I think that the lyrics of this song are probably the most substantial out of any of these. Yeah. Including the classic, I'd rather be carried by six than judged by 12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I think J. Cole's verse on here is really not bad. Yeah. I think his... It's one of his best it's verses. It's one of his best his best verses um, of this year, especially. Yeah. He, had a, he had a really good streak going from last year um, into the beginning of this year yeah. when, when 21 Savage's album dropped. Um a lot, I think, is my favorite track on here. And then uh, my second pick, uh, again, would have to go to Nipsey Hussle. I think one of these times they're going to they're gonna give it to him. Yeah. Um, another minor change I would make, uh, the Superior Corday track that he's dropped this year is the track RMP with Anderson Pock. That's a superior track. So much charisma. And the fact that Corday's even able to keep up with Anderson Pock's unattainable charisma is, is something spectacular. Um, best rap song like Tyler has written the best rap songs yes. of the year. How is he not nominated? Even if they only nominated him for his only rap song on Igor, um, and you oh, think I just lost the name of it? Well, which one do you think it is? The uh, um, what's the name of it? Uh, what's good? Yeah, what's yeah. good? I think if I think uh, what's good is like the only real like rap song on that album. It's still I think miles better than the majority of these tracks on here. Yeah. Um, best rap album we have Dreamville with Revenge of the Dreamers three, Meek Mill with Championships, Twenty One Savage with I Am I'm I Am Greater Than I Was, Tw- Tyler Creators Igor and YBN Corday with The Lost Boy. Uh, I'm going to go with, I just wanted to go to Tyler, so I'm just going to say Tyler, and then if it's not Tyler, 21 Savage. I really, really wanted to go to Tyler as well, uh, but my gut feeling is telling me Meek is going to get this one. It wouldn't surprise me. I just got a feeling. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, I'm going to give it to Tyler. Let's let's go over these albums. Dreamville Revenge of the Dreamers 3 was just really long. And it had some decent posse cuts, but like I, I was dreaming because I was asleep. There's just so much on it, and it was just very bland. And like some of these Dreamville members just can't keep. Like Earth Gang's great, 
JID's great. J Cole on a flip of a hat is pretty good, <laughs> depending on the depending on the afternoon. He's pretty decent, but just some of these other members just can't keep up. Uh, Meek Mill, I heard some decent things about championships, but he just comes off with the type of performer that just screams. Uh, very unenthusiastically. I don't think Meek Mill is that. Like, I don't think he's anything to write home about. He's just, when Drake bodied Meek, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> but then when Pusha bodied Drake, that was even cooler. <laughs> so now it doesn't really. It kind of cancels out. <laughs> uh, Twenty One Savage, I am greater than I was, was actually pretty good. I really like that. Had a lot of great tracks. Some of my favorite hip hop tracks of the year. Uh-huh. Igor's fantastic. Some of the best nuance in a breakup album I've ever heard. And YBM Corday, eh. I think it had a lot of potential, and I'm I'm happy for Corday for getting nominated. He seems genuinely excited for it, <laughs> yeah, on, on Twitter. But um, I don't know. I wouldn't have picked it. Yeah. But like I said, like I think that the album itself had a lot of had a lot of potential. Yeah. Could have been something really cool. Yeah. Uh, moving on to R and B with best R and B performance, we have Daniel Caesar and Brandy with Love Again. Her with Could Have Been featuring Bryson Tiller. Lizzo with Exactly How I Feel featuring Gucci Man, which is the like the worst track on that Lizzo album. So I'm surprised it's nominated. Like there's so many better tracks that would have fit into R and B. Like just so many better ones, ones that were even singles. Yeah, <laughs> and they go with the worst. I don't. Get, I don't get it. Uh, her singles. I mean, luckily her singles do get nominated for yeah. later things in the general category. But you know. Yeah. Lucky Day with Rosa Mo and Anderson Park with Come Home featuring Andre Three Thousand, which is. I'm very surprised because that wasn't a single. Um, no, but it, it has Andre. In it, so. Yeah, I guess. Um, uh, this one's pretty simple. It's gonna be Lizzo. Um, and if it's not Lizzo, it's Anderson. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually going to go with her this time. Okay. And, uh, then I'll give it to Anderson Pock as my second. Yeah. Uh, best traditional R and B performance. We got BJ, the Chicago kid, but time today, India Ari with steady love Lizzo with Jerome, which is probably the second worst track off of cause I love you to be honest. It's the most does, cheesy. Does every track on Cause I Love You get some sort of nomination? <laughs> like, Lizzo's in the rock no. category. <laughs> what do you mean, Lizzo's in the rock category? I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were being serious. No. I was like... <laughs> That'd be really funny. Um, but Lucky yeah, day like, 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 there's better tracks. Like, even if you want to, really like, are. throw Lizzo into hip-hop, that track, she tempo with Missy Elliott's fantastic. Now, this is, the, I think this is, this does fall best into the traditional R&B. Yeah. Uh, but think, so does Cuz I Love You, the track. Yeah. I don't know. Lucky Day with Real Games and PJ Morin with Built for Love featuring, featuring Jasmine Sullivan. Um, I don't know. Like, a lot of these names, like, I know of PJ Morin, I know of BJ the Chicago Kid, in, in India, RE. I just don't. They don't resonate with me, especially BJ the guy, Chicago kid, because the only thing he's he's allowed to talk about is Chicago. <laughs> um, I, I think it's gonna go to Lizzo again, if not PJ Morton. I'm gonna give it to Lucky Day because I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll give it to Lizzo. Okay. Best R&B song we've heard was could have been featuring <laughs> Bryson Tiller. Emily King was Look at Me Now. I love that Chris Brown song. 
<laughs> I love the best of wait, rhymes. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, and then I hate this Chris Brown song with Chris Brown featuring no, or with featuring Drake with No Guidance, Lucky Day with Rosa Mo, and PJ Morton with Say So featuring JoJo. And I actually researched that is the actual JoJo that it's it's uh, it's too little, too late. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm gonna give it to her, and if it's not her, it's gonna go to Chris Brown. I'm gonna have to uh, echo those sentiments. I think it's probably gonna go to her or Chris Brown. Uh, after that, we got best urban contemporary album with Steve Lacey of Apollo Twenty One fame. <laughs> he was actually on the rocket ship. <laughs> uh, Lizzo with "Cause I Love You" deluxe. That's actually important. I think, I think we uh, reviewed the wrong album earlier this year. We didn't review. I've never the- heard of this one. <laughs> Actually, in my opinion, the deluxe version only makes it better. Yeah, because it adds... um, Water, uh, Truth Hurts, Truth Hurts, Boys, Boys, I think. And those are both, all three, really great tracks. Honestly, I think those three tracks could have took out three other tracks on the (laughs) album and it would have made it. Yes. Uh, Georgia and Modro? Modro? Modro. Modro with Overlord. Neo with Saturn. Neo? No, it's not Neo. It's Neo. Saturn. And then Jesse Reeves. Neo. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jesse Reeves with Being Human in Public. Uh, let's, let's address the elephant in the room. If your Urban Contemporary album has a demo album on it, the fucking shambles of your urban contemporary. Like, I don't, I still don't know what, what is def- urban contemporary. I, still, I think last year we discussed it was ch- uh, anything you can play in an art installation or anything you can play while listening on your drive to Chicago. And both of those things were Chief Keith. <laughs> um, well, okay, like, answer me this. Like, what separates, I think what it's, put Lizzo into urban contemporary and put, like, Anderson Pac into R&B? Yeah, I, hip-hop, I don't know. <laughs> I would think that hip-hop would fuse better with, like, urban contemporary. Like, I don't understand, like, what that means. I still don't. I, it, it, Maybe, like, the danceability of the music? I don't know. I'm going out on a limb here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this one's pretty easy in my opinion. It's Lizzo, and if it's not Lizzo, it's Steve Lacey. Yeah, um, I have to say the same thing. Lizzo's the standout artist in here. Uh, if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't know the other artists besides Steve Lacey. Yeah, so I'm probably just gonna give it to Steve Lacey. And he's won a Grammy before for the internet, so he's like he's yeah, like kind of like more sense, like a Britney Howard effect in a sense. Yeah. Um, best R&B album. We have BJ the Chicago. I saw my door open. I was very confused for a second. BJ the Chicago Kid with one one two three. Lucky Day with Painted. Ella. Ella my? May. May. I, I always want to say my. I know. Me too. Yeah. I, was, I think I we was fucked informed, up last year. Oh, I was well. informed by somebody uh, that is Ella May. Ella May with LMFAL. And then PJ Moore with Paul. And the Anderson Pop with Ventura. No Oxnard recognition. That's so disappointing to Oxnard me. Oxnard is the superior album. I talk to people a lot about this, and, and everybody tells me they think Ventura is better, but I definitely think Oxnard Fuck is a better everyone. album. Ventura is not going to make our list this year, but Oxnard made our list last year. Yeah. Yeah. I like Ventura. Ventura is like a fine album, but like Oxnard's where it's at. It has the depth. Yeah. Like Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> so many floors. <laughs> there's a there's a pyramid floor in a hotel. It doesn't make any sense, but it's fantastic. You're going to spoil it for me. Yeah. Uh, there's realistic sand. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I, my pick for this one's Anderson Pock. It's not Ella. It's Pock. It's Ella May. Yeah, I, I'm also going to give it to Ventura, and then LMA is my second pick. Yeah. LMA keeps releasing things I don't know when Yeah, she does that. This so. could have been her album from last year. 
I, who knows? Yeah, really. I don't care. Uh, then we're going on to what's left of the shambles of the rock category this year. Uh, rock on, baby. It's, it's, uh, rock is dead, officially, uh, at least in the public eye. Um, so best rock performance, we have Bones UK with Pretty Waste, which I just showed to Trevor. And uh, I think we were both uh, going to need uh, some, like... It's bad. Some trauma care after that, listening to that track. Gary Clark Jr. with This Land. Bernie Howard, History Repeats. Karen Owen, Danger Mouse with I'm a woman. Yes, sorry. I love that track. It's, it's super cheesy and stupid, but I love it. Uh, Ravish Sons with Too Bad. Um, so my picks in this, obviously, Bernie Howard, History Repeats. Probably the best track in here. And then if not, Karen Owen, Danger Mouse. Because I like that. That's a catchy tune. I'm going to give it to Bernie Howard as well. And then my second pick is actually Gary Clark Jr. Okay. I just keep seeing nominations for him. I keep seeing a bunch of people talking about him. And um, I think at some point they're just going to give it to him. Uh, for a while, I thought uh, Gary Clark Jr. was the guy who wrote, This Land is Your Land, This Land is My Land. <laughs> Honestly, when I first saw that, I thought I thought it was just a cover of that song, and then it turned out to be worse. Um, so let's go over some of these tracks. Bones UK is a pretty shitty electronic act. Um, it's like if Skrillex it's wanted It's not to, really rock. It's like that Skrillex corn clash up, <laughs> but with like two terrible female vocalists. Uh, Gary Clark Jr. has this weird use of dub-inspired percussion, which is terrible, and some really cheesy-ass, like, woke lyrics. That song's terrible. And Rival Sons, not terrible. Um, just some decent blues rock. Blues rock, hard rock. I found it actually yeah. kind of okay. Um... And that's it. That's the category. It, it's pretty bad <laughs> because like even Brittany Howard, like history, she had, she had better tracks than history repeats. But that was a single. So you got to give it, but like, no, she had like another single, like uh stay, stay high. high is a, yeah. But I think, I think history repeats is definitely the more funky rocking yeah. track. Okay. Yeah. Best rock song. This one's also very confusing. Cause it's like, it's this just is the songwriters award. Such a blurred scape of like what rock is. Uh, we have Tool with Fear Inoculum. The 1975 with Give Yourself a Try, Vampire Weekend with Harmony Hall, Bernie Howard History Repeats, and Gary Clark Jr., This Land. <sighs> yeah, I, just, uh, I wanted to go to Vampire Weekend Harmony Hall. I really like that track. I, I also really like that track. It's also uh, used in a hotel commercial. Luigi's Mansion? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Brittany Howard with History Repeats. That's my second pick. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna echo what I did earlier. Uh, Brittany Howard and then Gary Clark Jr. Okay. Let's go over some of these tracks. Tool Fear Inoculum. The song that refuses the fucking end. Uh, Tool has no nuance. They have not... And then everybody pretends like they like Tool. <laughs> they, me and Jonathan have gone over th like three-fourths of the Tool's discography here on the channel. And how it starts off with, with their first album... They were, like, very innovative in a bunch of stuff, and they refused to do anything else different for the remainder of the discography. But people, like, I think come in at different points. So it's, like, okay if you come in at different points, but if you heard it, if you heard them from beginning, they do not switch up. And that's how this album is. Or how, this album's, like, the worst of that, because it's, like, some of their longest tracks to date, and it's yeah. just blurred nonsense. Uh, 1975, Give Yourself Tries, uh, the worst, one of the worst songs off their last album. Shitty sense, shitty vocals. Some of the cheesiest performances I've ever heard. Uh, Vampire Weekend's great. Brittany Howard's great. Glary Clark Jr. is just eh. 
Uh, and that's The Rock this year. Pretty disappointing. We're not done yet. Um, Brock songs. Now we're getting to albums. <laughs> Best rock album. Bring Me the Horizon. Amo. Amo. Cage the Elephant. Social Cues. The Cranberries. In the end. In the end. Zombie. Zombie. Is that, is that how it goes? <laughs> this is the Lincoln Park song. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma with I Prevail and Rival Sons with Feral Roots. Um, I've heard some okay things about the Bring Me Horizon album. I've heard some improvement over some of their previous work. But it's still probably Bring Me the Horizon, so it's probably not too great. The Cage the Elephant album was terrible. I haven't listened to anything else. I'm going to say Bring Me the Horizon and then Cage the Elephant. I'm going to give it to Cage the Elephant 1 because the Grammys love Cage the Elephant. And 2, I'm going to give it to Cranberries because all the Cranberries are dead. <laughs> Actually, just the singer's dead. Uh, is she? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, you gotta keep up on who died in order to <laughs> to predict correctly. <laughs> uh, I think I'm up to date in this next one. I don't think Tom York's dead yet. So. I don't think so. But uh, His opinions change, on I climate guess. change are. <laughs> uh, best alternative album, we have Big Thief with UFOF. James Blake. UFOF. UFOF. <laughs> James Blake with Assume Form. Boney Bear with I.I. <laughs> Vampire Weekend with Father of the Bride. And Tom York with Enema of the State. <laughs> Anemia. I like that album. <laughs> Anemia. Um... I don't know. I like the James Blake album the most out of these. And I think I have to pick a second. Probably the Tom York. Uh, I think Bon Iver is my favorite. And I'm going to give it to Bon Iver because they made it into the general category. And um, for some reason, I'm not sure how that's going to go for them. So I've got to give it to them. Um, And then second, I think I'm going to give it to Vampire Weekend, because it's been a long time since they've released anything. Yeah. Um, nothing in this category is that bad. Vampire Weekend wasn't good, but it was, like had a lot of good tracks on it. There were good tracks. It's just really cheesy and really long. Yeah, and then Big Thief, I'm not a huge fan of their style. They don't resonate with me that well. Mm-hmm. That type of indie rock just doesn't resonate. But the James Blake album was good. The Boney Bear record was good. Tom York album was good. I really liked those three records. If I had to pick a third, I think it would go to Big Thief. I just got like a weird gut feeling yeah. about it. Uh, dance and Electronic with the best Dance and Electronic album. Uh, we got Apparat, I think that's how you pronounce it, with LP5. The Chemical Brothers, No Geography. Flume. Uh, I was kind of... Say it. I, I was hoping no, I want it. you to try it. Hi, this is Flume. You didn't even get that's it. Like, I, can, I, I can't do Australian. That was like a really bad like Indian accent. That's not what I was trying to do. I know. I got, okay, let me Why, think. this is Flume. Okay, thank you. Um, Rufus de Sol with Solace and Tycho with Weather. Uh, I wanted to go to Flume. If me not Flume, too. <laughs> Chemical Brothers. <laughs> yes, me too. Flume uh, is the I'm most. not really familiar with anybody else on here, but if Flume wins, it also means Slow Tie and JPEG win. <laughs> <laughs> if Slow Tie wins, he's stripping off all of his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> He'll run up on stage completely naked. <laughs> like he's not even supposed to be there. It's just Flume. <laughs> <laughs> Slow time might do that anyway. <laughs> he has to settle for the Mercury Prize. I'm so mad he didn't win that. Yeah, Dave Batista won. God. <laughs> uh, pop, moving on to pop with best pop solo performance. We Beyonce with Spirit, uh, Billie Eilish with Bad Guy, Aria Grande, Seven Rings, Lizzo, Truth Hurts, Taylor Swift. You need to calm down. Um, did anybody sweep this category? If they're nominated, you mean nominated for everything? 
Is that what you mean? No, I'm talking about when we had to make our predictions, did anybody end up sweeping one of the pop categories? Uh, we came close. We didn't get all of them. Okay. Yeah. I think... Because I was like, these are like... These are very yeah. obvious picks. I think we didn't we didn't get um, Beyonce Spirit. Dang. Yeah. And then for this one, like we we didn't get. A oh, I definitely didn't get the Ariana Grande in the next one. Social House, yeah. But um, I never would have. So we have Beyonce. Did I, did I list off nominees? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. It's a, kind of a toss up between Bad Guy and True Hurts. I'm gonna say Bad Guy is probably the most innovative. So I'm gonna go with that, and then True Hurts second. kind of a toss-up it really is i'm having a, a bit of a hard time with it um i think i'm gonna give it to i'm gonna i'm gonna flip yours i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to truth hurts and with my alternative being bad guy yeah and then i also think that seven rings could easily be like this one's i think this one's really hard to predict i, I wish thank you next was nominated since seven rings <laughs> yeah there's a couple other tracks on the ariana grande that are better than seven rings seven rings is too cheesy yeah uh best pop Duo slash group performance, Ariana Grande and Social House with Boyfriend, Jonas Brothers with Sucker, Little Nas X with Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, <laughs> Yeehaw, Post Malone and Sway Lee with Sunflower, and Sean Mendez and Camille Cabello with Senorita. All right. Um, I'm going to give this one to Little Nas X. I think Old Town Road was the the voice of the generation <laughs> this, this year. Yeah. Uh, that song came out of nowhere. It was awesome. Um... My second pick has to be Senorita. I think they played it up way too much. I think Shawn Mendes and the Camilo Cabello uh, fake relationship or whatever has just been like publicized everywhere, and it's been really awkward. So I think I think that that's gonna get it. I think it's gonna pay off for them. Yeah. If I like, if I'm going with things that I actually like, I think Sucker would be a very viable thing. Sucker's I, okay. I like that yeah. song. It's catchy. Also. Sunflower. I Vincent hates that song, but I, I actually I don't really hate it. I actually just, like I it a lot. I, I think it only fits the context of the Spider-Man movie. <laughs> That's what I think of when I listen to it. I think it only works in that one context. It's, it's it very out. it's very catchy. I think. Um, um, but I, yeah. I, if I had to pick Little Nas X and then Sunflower, that's it. The Jonas Brothers track's not that bad. I haven't heard that Ariana Grande track. And it's been a long time. I think that was the beginning of the year. Senorita, I, I, I don't think I remember anything about it. So, uh, Best pop vocal album. Beyonce with The Lion King, The, the Gift. Gift. Billie Eilish with When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Ariana Grande with Thank You Next. Ed Sheeran with Number Six Collaborations Project. And Taylor Swift with Lover. Um... <laughs> I would pick Barry. I guess I'm going to go with Billie Eilish and then Ariana Grande. I'm going to go with Ariana Grande and then uh, Billie Eilish. Okay. I, I think it's Billie Eilish that's locked because Lizzo isn't here. And I don't think Ariana Grande crosses out Billie Eilish. I truly think if I had to, if I really had to say like who had the most cultural impact, I'm going to, I've got to give it to uh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. Uh, general category. You ready? This We're, is the hardest one. The, the hardest one. Um, because it's just kind of random. But people told us last year Casey Musgraves wasn't random, even though it kind of was. Yeah, I thought it kind of was. Yeah. Okay, like we want to talk about that. Like, where's the country nomination this year? Man. It's Boney Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of in a weird way. You're right about that. Uh, record of the year we have Boney Bear with Hey Ma, Billy Eilish. Hey, Billie Eilish with Bad Guy, Ariana Grande, Seven Rings, Her Hard Place, Khalid, 
Khalid, Khalid, Khalid. It's Khalid. Yeah, I always want to say Khalid because I need a Khalid for my drink. Uh, Khalid would talk. Little Nas X, O Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Lizzo, Truth Hurts, Post Malone and Swaley, Sunflower. Um, I'm going to go Bad Guy, and if not Bad Guy, Little Nas X. I'm going to go Little Nas X first, and then Bad Guy second. Yeah, uh, some going over some of these tracks, Bad Guy's fantastic. I think it's very innovative, fun pop track. Mm-hmm. Little Nas X is very corny and cheesy and stupid and meme Catchy. Uh, same thing with Lizzo, Truth Hurts, but very indictive and uh, very strong, low-powered. Yeah, it's a really powerful track, but not in the way of like... Uh, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like Lizzo just uh, oozes confidence. Yeah. And I, Post, I love that. Post Malone and Swaley's dumb pop fodder. Sometimes Post Malone pop fodder is <laughs> okay. Like Circles, I found was okay, even though that's just pop fodder. Uh, Ariana Grande is too cheesy. And Bon Iver, You Man Like is the superior track. And we know why. I can't think of his name. It's got Bruce Hornsby Bruce on Hornsby, it. Bruce Hornsby, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> But that is the better track. It really is. Yeah. I still I like Hey Ma though. It's hey still Hey Ma's fine. Hey Ya is a great. Hey Ya is great. Uh, album of the year we have Bon Iver with I I, uh, Lana Del Rey with Norman fucking Rockwell. It has the exclamation point, so you got to scream it. Wow. Billie Eilish, When We All Fall Asleep. Where do we go? Ariana Grande, Thank You Next. Her, I used to know her. <laughs> I don't know. I find that title. Little Nas X Seven, even though it's a fucking EP. Lizzo, Cause I Loves You Deluxe. Vampire Weekend, Father of the Bride. I'm gonna go. If it's not Billie Eilish, it's Lizzo. This one's hard. It can be anything. I'm gonna give it to Cause I Love You Deluxe. And. Ariana Grande. Yeah. Uh, going over this. I don't think. Uh, I'll, okay. Going over it. Yeah. Going over I don't the, think that the general public understands Billie Eilish. I think they do. I don't think that they do. Because it's think, like basic enough. I know. But I think that they think Billie Eilish is like just an enigma and like, oh, she's so quirky. But like, I don't think that they get it. Does that make sense? No. I, I think mm-hmm. she's like not. There isn't a. So, like some of her production has like depth, but like it's more of a consistency that's really nice. It's not like the most boundary pushing pop album I've ever heard. No, like, I like year, but I, like I, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think people like quite understand it. Like I don't. They only play like maybe two tracks from the album. Like overall, but you look at like how many are played from Ariana Grande's album. Like on the on the general radio, or you look at like Lil Nas X had like Panini. And Rodeo with Cardi B and Old Town Road. And then the other Old Town Road <laughs> are all four on this like seven track album. And the other three tracks are like new metal. <laughs> <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. And Lizzo's got I, they're not, so, I, I will, so I will many tell you tracks. What, I will tell you wrong. Those are not new metal. <laughs> okay. No, they're not new metal. <laughs> that was for the joke. They, they're, 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 they're rock they're, tracks. They're, but they're like rock, not, but like they're, they're not, not good. But they're like Lizzo, like all three deluxe tracks we talked about earlier are all singles. They all, they're all being played all over the place. Then juice. including juice, like a girl, um, cause I love tempo. You. Cause I love you. Yeah. And then good as hell, which is not on the album, but came out. Like uh, two uh, years ago, a remix of it. I think yeah. that was on her first album. I don't think it, I think it was a loose single. Okay. Um, 
going over these albums, Bony Bear, I, I, it's, it's a more consistent version of 22 a million. I enjoy it. I like it. It doesn't resonate with me as a couple of other these alternative albums have this year. Lana Del Rey, I do not like her personality. I don't like her style. It doesn't work with me. This like new Americana just doesn't. Well, it's not new Americana because there's other people that are doing new Americana better. Yeah. Uh, for example, Nathaniel Rateliff, uh, Sturgill Simpson. But like, I don't like the way she draws out her lines it just doesn't work with me she's too i feel like she's just too dried out like coffee house like, trying like to make a, like it like a raisin yeah she's she's a raisin also her cover of that sublime song oh it's terrible is awful yeah uh, it just lacks any sort of soul or energy i've heard people say this is okay though so i'm, I'm i not, hear a lot of people say it's really good i've heard music twitter like hype that up to shit but i'm never gonna listen to it yeah uh billy eilish is good ariana grande is meh her i've not listened to I'm assuming it's pretty basic because <laughs> her just doesn't resonate with me. I don't. I, <laughs> I was telling you earlier, like I cannot pin down her and when she releases albums or when she's like going to, because I never hear any hype about her until it's Grammy season. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, here you go. Here's some nominees, <laughs> like nominations. Yeah. Uh, Little Nose X7 is an EP. Uh, I like four of the seven tracks on there. That ain't bad. Yeah. I think there's uh, a song about that. Lizzo's good. Lizzo's great. Very body positive. Very positive in general, but also very fun, corny, cheesy, but like very I love that self. Record. Very danceable. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, and then uh, what was the other one? Vampire, Vampire Weekend's Weekend. okay. We already talked about that one. Um, yeah. That's it. That's a, it's not worse. That could be worse. <laughs> Tool could be on this. <laughs> it really, it really could have been way worse, but I think that the nominations on here are are really not bad. Yeah. Uh, Song of the year, Lady Gaga with "All Remember," always remember us this way. Uh, Billy Eilish, "Bad Guy," Tana Tucker, which is not Tiana. Ton, it's Tanya. Tanya Tucker, with which bring my flowers now. <laughs> Tiana Tucker. <laughs> Dude, uh, featuring Ghostface. <laughs> her with Hard Place, Taylor Swift with Lover, Lana Del Rey, Norma fucking Rockwell, Louis Capaldi, Someone You Love, Lizzo Truth Hurts. You nailed that Louis Capaldi track. I don't know how. You didn't say it. You didn't do what I did and pick the same tracks for record and song. You purposely picked that for song. That track. I just knew. I had a feeling. I'm proud of you for that one. Thank you. And Lizzo Truth Hurts. Um. I'm gonna go Lizzo, Truth Hurts, Billie Eilish. I'm gonna flip the two I had last time. I'm I'm gonna go the same thing, Lizzo, and then Billie Eilish. Mm. Uh, the nominees: Bill, Lady Gaga's. Eh. Uh, I haven't heard that Tanya Tucker. Me neither. Uh, her doesn't resonate with that. me. That Taylor Swift Lover track was actually pretty decent. Um, oh, it was. It's actually one of her best songs, <laughs> to be honest. And then uh, Luz Capaldi. I think that track's like eh. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, best new artists: we got Black Pumas, Billie Eilish, Little Nas X, Lizzo, Maggie Rogers, Rosalia, which I'm really proud that she's on here because she's making waves in the, uh, like uh, Spanish music. I've heard more hype for Rosalia as best new artist than I heard for any of these other artists, including like Billie Eilish, Little Nas X, Lizzo, yeah. or Maggie Rogers, Tank and the Bangas, and Yola. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, the Bangas has been making music for a while for a while now. Um, I'm gonna go Rosalia just because I want it. If it's not Rosalia, Little Nas X. I'm gonna give it to Little Nas X because I think that he deserves it. 
I wouldn't be disappointed. Truly, yeah. truly, I think Lil Nas X is the most deserving of this <laughs> of this award. Just for his memes. Just because, like, I mean, this guy came out of nowhere, invented a new genre. <laughs> he didn't invent a new genre. <laughs> That's he, pretty good. Nice. He really, he really solidified a new genre, like into the mainstream. He, he and solidified got a, a new way of got promotion. Got a country legend to help him out on a track. Well, mm. Legends putting it nicely. No, truly. <laughs> Achy breaky heart is like okay. We're just gonna move forward. I'm. Uh, uh, I didn't get my second pick. Oh. My second pick is Billie Eilish. Yeah. These uh, two, I think, are the most deserving. Um. This there's actually not a lot of good people in this year. I, I'm glad Maggie Rogers is the nominee as well. That's a really nice pick mm-hmm. as well. Uh, producer of the year, non classical. We have Jack Antonoff with his work with Kevin Abstract. Uh, who else? I did that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I almost wanted to say fun. No, um, <laughs> it's on here somewhere. Not Billie Eilish. Uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. And yeah. uh, Lana Del Rey. And then Dan Honorbach did work with Yola, and he did Black, Black Keys. Keys. John Hill did the track "100 and Vertigo" for Khalid, Carly Rae Jepsen, uh, "Too Much" and "Drug Like Me," and Cage the Elephant's entire Social Cues album. Phineas did Billie Eilish's album. I think that's uh, her brother, isn't it? Yeah. And Ricky Ray did the track uh, "Maggie Rogers Burning," and then he did the tracks for Lizzo, Juice, Truth Hurts, and Tempo, and then he did the track for SZA, "Powers Power," featuring the weekend of Travis Scott. I think it's gonna go Phineas, if it's not Phineas Jack Antonoff. I want it to go to Phineas. I think if it doesn't go to Phineas, it'll go to Ricky Reed. Okay. Uh, that's it. That's it for the nominations. I have a couple of little notes, two little notes here, uh, of things I was really happy about that I saw. First of all, Angela Keija was nominated for, uh, Sila in Best World Music Album. Really happy about that. That mean, that cheered me up a bit. And yeah. then, also, this is fucking strange, but I love it. Kankyo and Gaku, Japanese ambient environmental and new age music, 1980 to 1990, was nominated for Best Historical Album. I hope it gets it. Fuck yeah. Uh, I don't think it is, because there's, like, a... Uh, a Woodstock album in there Aww. and like some other comp of some artists but um, I hope it gets it yeah yeah and that's the Grammys uh, one thing I wanted to go over before we close off I think the Grammys are due for like figuring out what modern trends kind of compile f- call for and yeah, that's we, al- we talked about this a little bit earlier we were talking about it off camera and um, I think they need a lot more alternative co- categories Cause like, well, I, not even they they need the categories, but then they also need to decide what the category is going to <laughs> that, be. That and they need to realize if they're going to go, it, it's almost like a thing where I think they need to have two separate cere- ceremonies. Cause for like one for like like very established like for one for like mainstream music or like modern contemporary music, and another for like like. I'm going to say artistical music, but I mean, like, more, like, contemporary classical and, like, just, like, solo instrument performance and stuff like that. Stuff that, like, not a lot of people listen to. I think even if they divvy up that and, like... Make, like, a new award for it. Yeah, so they can, like... I see what you mean. Something like that. Just because there's a lot of, like, Grammys and stuff, like, that it kind of gets, like, over-encumbered, I feel like. I, I don't know. I wish there was a way to, like... Basically, like, I think what they should do is they should have... I agree with, like, your two ceremonies things, 
but also like those type those things don't take up space on TV. Yeah, you know, so it doesn't really matter. You have to like look up what those but are. But do you think if they did split them, they would have more room for people to do other categories? Because they still have to do a ceremony with all those awards. I they mean, don't have yeah, to put them on that's TV. Like, that's like in person though, yeah. so I don't think it really like affects audience members. Yeah. What I think they should do is they should have. First, they should establish the categories that they have already yeah. and, like, define what is urban contemporary music, what is rock music, what is, um... What's the difference between rock and metal? What is the difference between what is R&B What is rap? alternative? That's the other one. Like, what... They should, they should really define these things, and then they should make alternative categories to them. So, like... The rock and alternative categories, I feel like, really kind of float around. Like, people don't really know what because to expect. Because, like, Social Cues, the Cage the Elephant album. That's alternative. That's alternative. That's not really, like, hard rock. It doesn't really fall in line with Bring Me the Horizon and yeah. Rival Sons and things and that even like, like, are Bring really me the harder Hor- rock. Even, like, Bring Me the Horizon, I don't know if I would classify as that rock as much as I metal. Even no. though it's like. And then I would give. Then I would get. I would get another metal category. So I would have. And then even like rock the. Rock and then alternative and define this. And then even like, how does things like the 1975 fit in there? Because they have some like hard rockier tracks where they kind of do like a Bring Me the Horizon thing. Um, but like, they also have like. Like pop tracks, like the track they're nominated for here is just a pop track. Yeah, really, these these categories aren't cutting it, and I'm I guess I don't really know like what to do about it. But I think that more alternative categories would help because like Tower of the Creator, I don't think falls in line with the other four albums that are nominated for Rap Album of the Year. Yeah, I mean like the rest of them are very much so like rap heavy, mm. and Tyler's is like majority singing and like R&B and alternative like production. Now if they made like an alternative rap or alternative hip hop category, define that, throw Igor in there, put I don't know Brockhampton in there, put Slow Tie in there. Yeah. Put like other artists that are kind of following suit with that, Kevin Abstract, whoever, and then add another like put I don't know Young Thug in the rap category. That clear divide would make things easier, I think. Yeah. It would, it would be so much easier to define. It'd be so much easier to, like, understand as a as a viewer. Um, I, I don't know. I feel that these things are, like, necessary as we start to bend the genre. Because, um, like, even looking at, like, general category, like... Like, general... Or, or the pop category, like, Billie Eilish sounds worlds apart from something that, like, Taylor Swift or Lady yeah. Gaga would make. Like, these are not of the same world, yet they are combined into pop. Yeah. And, like, what makes Lizzo... What makes Lizzo R&B yeah. versus pop? Is it because she's black? Or, like, what, yeah. what happens here? <laughs> it's, um... And, like, even when you look at the general... The it's hard very, question. When you look at general, it's very pop-dominated. Like, even the producers. General is basically just... Pop. Uh, mainstream. Yeah, but, like, if it's 90% pop. Right. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's what's played on, like, the hits radio or whatever, like, is pop music. If, like, and another thing, if you're going to have these, like, solo instrumentation performance awards, <laughs> and one of them's really fucking bopping, it better be nominated for <laughs> If my motherfucking man over here is killing it on the fucking... Steel drum. <laughs> you better show up at the fucking general. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like I think they're the divides. I don't know. They there's too much of a gray area. And if you're really gonna try to categorize music like the Grammys tries to do, and that's all fine and dandy. Like you need to have better category lines. Otherwise, 
Don't even bother. Like, yeah. put the best of the best on here, not what people want to see. So, like, uh, the reason I brought up the separation of these two worlds, this, like, more historical world and this more, like, contemporary pop music world, so if they separate them, at some point, this just becomes the AMAs, and we don't have to care about it anymore. Because <laughs> we don't cover the AMAs, and we will no, never we cover don't. the AMAs, or, like, the people's... People's Choice Awards. Yeah, whatever. But, like, it's the Grammys. The Kids' Choice Awards. It's the Grammys is, like, the most well-known. And it doesn't really have a lot of prestigious. Like, there's not really a lot of prestige to it, but we kind of cover it anyway. What's the biggest music awards show out there, you know? I just wish there was a point to covering it. I I don't think I need to completely agree with 100% of the categories, but I wish they would just make sense. They wouldn't just be random. Yeah. Like, there would be some thought be- put behind them. Like, it's not because all my favorite picks are not nominated or anything like that. No, because I don't think that the Grammys is just like, no, screw your music. Like, we still see a lot of, like, interesting nominations. Like, obviously, Lil Nas X and Lizzo and Billie Eilish are getting the attention that they deserve. Um, Tara the Creator got nominated still. Anderson Pock got nominated still. James yeah. Blake got nominated still. Boney Vare's in the general category. Yeah. Like... Good records are getting put into like good nomination spots, but they're not being represented well with their company. Yeah, like not the not like RCA or something like not yeah. like a record company, but like the company that they share in the nomination slot. Yeah, uh, it's like there's a very distinct vibe between Brittany Howard and Bones UK. Like it's it's like. They're it's both like, not it's like rock. The, the, like Brittany Howard's at the bottom of the Luigi's Mansion and Bones UK is at the top of the Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> so many layers. <laughs> oh my gosh, that joke is never gonna end. Um, that's it. That's that's all we gotta talk about. Uh, it could be worse. It's just I, again needs it's just not. It just it needs more. F- Find divides. There needs to be a very heavy divide between rock and metal, and a f- very heavy divide between rock and alternative. And uh, we do a, a very clear cut explanation of what urban contemporary is. Um, because I don't think I can listen to the Steve Lacey album on the way to Detroit, <laughs> or is it Chicago? It's Chicago. Chicago, because it's definitely not Chief Keef. And uh, I think that wraps it up for this week's episode of the Anthony and Todd Show. This has been episode 118? 119. One... It's on one of these. 119. Yeah, you're right. And uh, until next time, guys, I am Vincent. I'm Trevor. And see ya, boys. Bye, everybody. Bye.